Welcome to the Playing Hooky Podcast with your hosts, Rachel and Nathan, brought to you by UtilityMuffinLabs.com, consistently rated adequate. This episode was not brought to you by Boca de Beppo. Do you want a lot of Italian food in a big bowl? It's a big fucking bowl. It's a lot of Italian slop all at once. Come on, you fat pig, eat it. Piece of garbage. <laughs> you piece of garbage. Eat it, you piece of trash. Yeah, it's definitely like Joe Pesci from Casino is the spokesman for hey, that. Hey, do you want a big fucking meatball about the size of a, a baby's, baby's head? head? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's only one in the bowl, but it's fucking huge. I don't know if you like garlic, but you will at Boca de Beppo. We nope. got garlic noodles. We got garlic bread. <laughs> Little cloves of garlic running around. You know how you know for sure? Because you gotta walk through the fucking kitchen to get you to your table. <laughs> you wanna sit at the table with the head of the decapitated pope? Every good Catholic does. Just like your old mom's shitty basement. <laughs> it's family style. <laughs> you ain't got no family. Go there yourself, you fat bastard. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I really don't like Buca de Beppo. Well, I don't don't like it. I've never gone there and felt good about myself before, during, or after. So it, here's the thing. It's, it's not... A, it's, 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 it's like the dirtiest restaurant. Maybe it's just the one in Indy that's downtown Indianapolis. Maybe. I've never been to another one. So It's not. It's a big bowl of slop, you fat bastard. Now eat it. They are giant bowls of slop. And it's like it's family style. You come with your family. Hey, you know what we got in the back? Italian dressing with garlic in it in a big fucking tray. You gonna eat it? No. You fat fuck. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is what happens when we drive around for too long. Mm. We drove, We drove to get ingredients for Christmas dinner. And like, ended up like long story short, ended up going to five different places because it's like we need a thing from here, and we need we what we went to a Walmart. <laughs> big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. You work on commission. Big mistake. Huge. Anyway, Pretty Woman reference. Moving on. Um, the we were like, okay, we'll go to Walmart because we can get everything we need at a Walmart at a reasonable price, except including for, except, hepatitis. Yeah, except for we didn't realize that like we picked the one Walmart in Las Vegas that isn't converted to a super center yet, <laughs> and we didn't realize that like a bunch of dopes. So we go in, and we're like, where are the groceries? And there's like two aisles of like candy and chips. <laughs> she says to me, can you get everything you need in those three aisles? Aisles? I was like, I can't get any of the things. Yeah, it's like unless we want Christmas candy or baked lays, yeah. we're hosed. So we you get can like get a, the Folgers. Yeah. So we get like a uh, lasagna pan and then we drive all over like the northwest part of the city going to like what is essentially five different grocery stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not why you're listening to this podcast. Also, I think that we're missing a key component to when we drove around God's green earth. Saturday night? Yeah, it was a Saturday night. Yes, yeah. it, it is at the time of this recording a Saturday night. However, it was after three into a four uh, to to like a menage a four, whatever you call menage it. Menage a four. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the French call it, a menage a four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quad, quad, a, a, a quadrata. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know French. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a dumb white American. Like, I barely speak English. Mm. Uh, that's not true. I'm actually so, pretty good at speaking English. Today was Burger Day. 
Burger Day 2019. It so happened to fall on the winter solstice. So we could say that on the shortest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere, we managed to eat at four burger chains. It was fantastic. It was mm-hmm. lovely. It was wonderful. And the reason we did this we got the idea to even do it is because we knew Las Vegas is a special place. Um, Las Vegas has restaurants from all over the country and all over the world, really, uh, in the city. Uh And so there's a lot of like regional chain restaurants in the U.S. that you wouldn't be able to get, you know, nationally. You would only be able to get in like, you know, the Northwest or the Northeast or the South or something. But Vegas is kind of unique. Like people come all the all over the world to gamble here, and so a lot of these big chain corporations will open up <coughs> restaurants in Vegas, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, some things that we don't have in the Midwest, in the Chicagoland area, or in Indianapolis. Um, some, I think maybe one there was in Chicago. But anyway. Uh. Well, so the ones that that we have from where we are from, right, are Five Guys and Smash Burger. Right. So. Real quick, I'm assuming that we have three figures worth of listeners, maybe, right? <laughs> yeah, <solid laughs> Maybe a couple of yes. hundred. Yeah. And of you few hundred who listen to us, there might be some of you who are from not the United States. So really quickly to kind of explain where we are, where we live, right? If you look at a map of the United States and you kind of look in the middle-ish of the map and you see that there's like these kind of three big lakes And then if you see like one of them looks like a finger that's kind of hanging down, that lake is pointing right at Chicago. If you go about maybe like 200 miles south of that is Indianapolis. And so that's kind of the region of the country we live in. The region of the country that we're in right now is like all the way on the west coast um, if you like look on a map and you see Southern California, we're about three hours inland from Southern California. So we've gone a really long way across the country, basically just to come and eat a bunch of burgers. That's not the only reason, but that's what we've done yeah, yeah. with our travels. And um, uh, we're also like, I would say we're like maybe a little food drunk at this point. We are definitely food drunk. Because so, we, we, went, we, we went to five different burger places. We wanted to but review. But today we went to four. Yeah, yeah. Today... In a span of less than eight hours, we went to four different burger places. Mm-hmm. Now, small little detail, uh, we didn't each eat a burger at every place that we went to, no. but we did eat, we we basically, we ordered um, one meal and mm-hmm. split it. Right. And the reason we did this was a couple, well, the couple of reasons we did it this mm-hmm. way. We decided to do it all in one day because it was like our cheat day from our diet, right? So we're like, we'll do it all in one day. And if we had spread it out across the whole month, chances are we probably would have actually eaten more food. Yeah. Like we've, if we go, you know, this burger place on a one weekend and the next one another, we're both going to eat like full burger, full fries, yeah. full shake. Because I, I think that in both, uh, in, at every location, each of us ate, like our total amount of burger. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the fries got left behind. Like we ate some fries, you know, we, we enjoyed them. We drank some shake. Yeah. We left, we let, you know, the rest. But anyway, so the burger places that we wanted to review, um, are, and these are all regional places except for five guys. To my knowledge, five guys is the only burger place that we went to that you can go to, Anywhere in this country, there's a Five uh, Guys. I didn't look up Smashburger before this, so I don't know if they're a national chain. If but Smashburger a, is... If they are national, they're smaller. Yeah, they're much smaller. If they're in Indianapolis, I've never seen one. Um, Definitely in, in Chicagoland. Okay. So anyway, um, the five burger places we're going to be reviewing on this podcast are Whataburger, Shake Shack, um, In-N-Out Burger, 
Smash Burger, and Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Um, all of these are, with the exception of Five Guys, are regional places. You can't get them across the entire United States. Five Guys is, I would say, still relatively new on the scene. Like, I think Five Guys has only been national for maybe the past decade. But I don't think, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but definitely was not a place that was around when I was a kid. I only started seeing them when I was in college, maybe shortly after I graduated. So um, Smashburger, as I'm looking this up, doing a little research, Smashburger has 370 locations in mm-hmm. 37 states and nine countries. Okay. So they're not huge. They're not like a you know Burger King, McDonald's, no. but yeah, they, they have a decent amount. Okay, cool. All right, so let's start um, really quickly. I'm going to introduce you guys to how we rated these different burger places. So we um, decided that you know, rather than adding or ordering the most popular thing on the menu at every place, or maybe something that each place was really, really known for. For example, like In-N-Out Burger is really known for getting your fries animal style, which is basically you get order of fries with their special kind of secret, mm-hmm. you know, In-N-Out Burger sauce on it. We just went basic and we're like, okay, to compare these, to do a true scientific analysis, we're going to try and keep things as consistent between each burger place as possible. So from every burger place, we ordered a double cheeseburger with whatever came on it. We didn't order anything extra. We didn't ask them to not have anything on right. it. Typically, that would be... Lettuce, tomato, pickles, onions. Maybe a special sauce yeah, that they ma- add. Mayonnaise, ketchup, yeah, mustard. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we uh, ordered a regular fry, nothing special on it. No, you know, some places offer, you know, like with Cajun seasoning, some offer chili fries, bacon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Regular fries um, and a chocolate shake. Lots of places had more than just chocolate. Um, but we were like, we got to keep it consistent. Yeah. We can't compare one place's vanilla to another place's strawberry. Yeah. Vanilla, vanilla is, uh, in my opinion, it is too, uh, blank to mm-hmm. be a, a good judge of if it's a good shake and right. chocolate is a shake that every place had. Exactly. Um, so that was what we ordered at every single place we went to. Um, the things that we were considering when we were ranking them, um, we were considered the meat of the burger like was it juicy was could you taste it could you get that meaty beefy flavor despite everything else that was on the burger um the bun did the bun have good integrity was it too thick was it too thin what was the texture like you know Mm -hmm. these are things we considered the toppings were the toppings fresh did they add a nice crunch and bite to the burger um were they distracting from the burger um or were they just not enough right Right. um if you're gonna get stuff on a hamburger like you know you want to be able to taste yeah. it. You and, know? and before we go forward, I want to state my opinion for the record. I think that the concept of a no topping burger is a false premise. It's if you're solely going on how delicious the beef is, then get a steak. Yeah. Yeah. It's ground beef. Right. It's that's, it is a burger. It's a sandwich as a whole. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going with. Every one of these places had like, a works type sandwich. Right. So some people sh- could argue like, oh, well the, well, the most important thing in the burger is the beef. Absolutely. But we're looking at the whole package. Yeah. Um, and that's why we thought the toppings were important. We also like considered the fries. Um, and I think the kind of the benchmark that we had in our heads maybe isn't like going our McDonald's fries, but not just like going to any McDonald's and ordering fries. But I think for Nate and I and probably most people our age who grew up as kids in the U.S. or North America – 
McDonald's fries were like probably the first French fries you remember eating and some of the best. And right. I think in the 80s and 90s, their French fries were the tops. I mean, say what you want about McDonald's. They got fries down to a science. Yeah. The the, the McDonald's fries I remember eating as a little kid were bomb. They were yeah. so good. I haven't had McDonald's fries in a long time. I'm sure if I went down the street and got Mc, a you know fresh thing of McDonald's fries, they'd still hit that sweet yeah. spot. I mean, I would say like even if you don't like fries, go get one of their like um, – one of their like potato pancakes, uh, hash brown things. Yeah. And and if you like potatoes, eat that and tell me that's not good. And I don't know really what to think about you. <laughs> Say what you want about McDonald's, but they got potatoes down to a science. Right, right. Um, they add sugar to their potatoes. There's like they're infused with dextrose. <laughs> right. like, so they're clearly they're they're doing everything they yeah. can to make sure that they're causing <laughs> they're eliciting a dopamine response when you eat their fries. Yeah. But but having said that, I think also um, we kind of used mentally. McDonald's is the benchmark because they're so like kind of homogenized mm-hmm. and just like generic, right? right? Like are these less than equal to or greater than McDonald's fries? Um yeah, absolutely. Um now kind of moving on to the next thing that we evaluated, I don't think McDonald's was the benchmark. I think it was Wendy's and mm-hmm. that was the chocolate shake. Wendy's has a pretty good frosty. I think when I I've always liked their frosties, but I think when I really fell in love with it was when I was in high school. Um, I was on the track team for a couple years and we would always go past like this like thoroughfare that had fast food places on the way to and from meat, uh, meats, track meats. Yeah. And we would uh, stop usually at a Wendy's or someplace nearby. And, and Wendy's was always an option basically. And so like it was really just a nice memory of like after a track meet on the way home in the bus with all your friends, just grabbing like um, a small fry and like a junior frosty from mm-hmm. Wendy's. And just like that nostalgia of yeah. that Junior Frosty from Wendy's, even though it's not the best milkshake in the world, it's just, it's no, really good. Right. And there, it, there's something very unique and um, nostalgic about the Wendy's Frosty. Right. And it's fast food. So since we're doing kind of mostly fast food burgers, the Wendy's Frosty is what I had in mind um, for a good chocolate shake from a fast food place or a burger place. Um, and then lastly, we kind of looked at the overall experience. Like, was were the staff nice? Was it clean inside? What was it like inside? Did it feel like a burger place? Yeah. Did it feel like a fast food place? You know, like, did it kind of, was it a good experience overall, right? Just kind right. of an overall experience. And so we rated each of these things, the meat, the bun, the toppings, fries, shake, and the overall experience on like a five-point scale. Um, and, you know, one being not so great, five being like amazing. Mm -hmm. And we came up with little like phrases for each of those. Um, So a one was like, "Mm, I think I'd rather have a salad. A two is, eh, I mean, like I could eat here, but there's a Taco Bell across the street too, right? So that's a two. Mm -hmm. Um, A three is basically like, I would say an average score, but a three is like, it's good enough for a cheat day, meaning like it's worth the calories I'm going to waste on eating this thing. Like it's worth it to me. Um, four, Nate, <laughs> you can explain this one, but four is just damn, damn, damn. Okay. Like, so good. go on YouTube, look up, uh, five guys and then damn, damn, damn. There's a video. It's very, it's like a, probably like an eight year old video by now of a guy eating a five guys burger in his car. <laughs> and he's like, he's so impressed with it. He's like singing. Yeah. So yeah, okay. look it up. Anybody that's familiar with the internet, you know, should, should check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then five is. Oh my God, I'm buying two of these because only one of them is making it all the way home on this drive. Right. Um, we've all been there, right? You go to a fast food place and you're so hungry or it's like your favorite fast food place and you order like 
a little side of nuggets to get you home <laughs> right, or, you know, right. like a small fry to get you home right. so that you don't like end up digging in the bag and eating half your right. food on the way home. Um, so five is really good. One's kind of sucks. So um, you guys understand how a one to five scale works. And then what we did is we each kind of independently using a one to five scale rated all of these things and then gave every place like an average score, um, which we'll get into at the end. I don't think we'll talk about numbers until we get to the very end. That being said, let's roll right into in chronological order the burger places that we ate at. And this is we did four today. We did a round of four while in Las Vegas. But on our way to Vegas, we stopped at the regional Whataburger from Texas. Yeah. Um, which if you listen to our two podcasts ago, um, you kind of got a sense of what we thought about Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> so uh this should have been a really good meal because it was 11 o'clock at night. We had been driving all day. Uh, we were super hungry. We had, yeah. we were, we were, we'd stopped in Tucson, gotten some tacos, but it was just like kind of like we fly through, we drop in real quick, we get some delicious tacos, and then we have another hour and a half two-hour drive maybe. Maybe it was like an hour. I don't know. Anyway, between Tucson yeah. and the southern suburbs of Phoenix <clears> – <throat> And uh, pardon us, we're both dealing with a little bit of uh, allergies and dry throat and dry air. Um, but anyway, you know, we were starving and we've been driving all day. So it should have been like a really satisfying yeah, meal. Yeah, and I mean, it, who doesn't like a burger and fries and a shake right. at 11 o'clock at night? You know? Right. And it wasn't terrible, but it was not, it wasn't what I was yeah. hoping for. Now, it, 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 so... Here's the thing that I remember distinctly. And just to remind everybody, every place that we're talking about, we're talking about the burger, the fries, and the chocolate shake. Yeah. So continue. The, the thing that I remember distinctly, the mm-hmm. thing that stands out the most was, I remember the burger tasting really good, mm-hmm. but the bun sucked. The bun was a problem for certain. Yeah. The burger disappeared inside the bun. The bun was too thick. Yeah. So the bun looked like what you imagine a bun should look like on a hamburger yeah the problem was when you imagine pretend cartoon hamburgers or like a hamburger from a commercial right right right. like when you actually try to eat that it was like eating like a roll Mm -hmm. with like a thin patty in the middle it just wasn't the it was it was it was thick it was and too dense. Bready. It was yeah. very bready, but it wasn't like a, a smushy potato bun no, or it was something. Like, it was like too crumbly. It was too crumbly. It was dry. Um, I actually took off the top of my burger and then folded it in half like the bottom <laughs> half and <laughs> ate it like a taco. That's how much bread was in these yeah, buns, yeah. right? That was a big problem with yeah. Whataburger. But, you know, their meat, it tasted okay yeah, if you was, could get a bite of it and yeah. taste it around all the bread. Yeah. It, like what you could tell, it, like to me, it reminded me, the meat wise, it reminded me of like the charbroil uh, burgers of Burger King, mm-hmm. right? Like you could taste like, <clears throat> yeah, it's grilled, but like right. it wasn't anything really to write home to mom about. Right. Um. So the toppings were okay. I think the fries were okay. And actually I found the fries to be very comparable to like a Wendy's. Yeah. Um. Not better than McDonald's, but really similar yeah, to Wendy's. Kind of like a little thick. <clears throat> I think another area where they really, really failed, almost as bad as the bun, if not worse, was their shake. Yeah. So their shake was really, really incredibly sweet. So sweet. It almost like would have benefited from a little salt. 
Right. Like you could have right. put salt in it right. and like to kind of kill the sweetness a little bit. It was just way too yeah, much. It was like eating like a cake shake, but like without the cake. Yeah. It was like a, have you ever like experienced this before where it's been a long time since you've had a sugary soda and then you'd like take a drink of a Coke and you're like, oh my God, I can't have more than a couple sips of this. Right. Whereas like in the past you mm-hmm. were, you could drink like a whole can of Coke, like no problem. That's how sweet this shake yeah, was. It was, it was, it was so not, sweet. It was not good. No. However. And it didn't taste like chocolate. No, no, not at all. Yeah. It, it just tasted like sugar and it was dark colored. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they have a major advantage. What's up? Uh, they were open at 11 p.m. and they had a drive through Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, say what you want about Whataburger. Um, I'm, it's not something I miss. To me, I would rather have Wendy's. Like, yeah. Quite frankly, I'd yeah. rather have Wendy's. In certain circumstances, I'd rather have McDonald's. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, like to say like, you know, the ranking thing, something number two, eh, there's a Taco Bell across the street. If I'm yeah. if I'm driving home after like a LARP or a game or it's a late night, we're leaving a concert, like, and I have a Wendy's, a Taco Bell and a Whataburger all on the same street, I'm not going to automatically go to that Whataburger. You know no, what I mean? No, no, Not based on the burger, the fries and the shake. Especially considering like... It, it has the same affliction that most of these like kind of regional chains have, which is they are hyped up dramatically by the people that live by them. Mm-hmm. You know, people get used to them. They really enjoy them. So they swear by them. And quite frankly, it just didn't live up the, to the hype to me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, honestly, next time, uh, and this isn't the only chain we've been to where I would say this, but this is the only burger when I'd say this. If there were a Taco Bell across the street, I would opt for Taco Bell. Go with the devil you know. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. So maybe we didn't get the absolute best thing you could get on the menu at Whataburger. Um, if you live in an area where there's a Whataburger and you're a big fan, um, you know, leave us a comment on Twitter, uh, Facebook, wherever, you know, like my Instagram, whatever, Discord, and let us know, like, no, like, you guys are wrong. You need to try it again or get this thing on the menu. This is really good. This is why right. it's worth going to Whataburger. But it's like the other day, you know, same story. We went to a coffee shop and they served lukewarm coffee that wasn't that interesting tasting. Don't call yourself a coffee shop if you're going to serve cold coffee. No, it's not iced yeah, coffee. Right. Right? No, so as an aside, because we because we this is like a burger contest and we're going to stick to that. But I just want to deviate slightly. Mm-hmm. While we've been here, we've also on our cheat days, we've tried some other fast food places. And the Taco Bell statement that I made also applies, in my opinion, to Del Taco. Okay. Del Taco was like Taco Bell, but shittier. Yeah. So sorry if you're like a big Del Taco fan. It just didn't yeah. didn't uh, didn't do it for yeah, us. We're trying new things, yeah. but uh, it was like other Taco Bell. Yeah, it was like other Taco Bell. Um, also heartburn inducing. You know, it wasn't worse than Taco Bell. That's no, the thing. It, it was it was like other Taco Bell. It was different. It was bizarro Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was different enough to where you're like, this isn't Taco Bell, but then you're like, this isn't better than Taco Bell. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All okay. right. So, so moving right along. Moving on to the present day. So today we um kind of did the same thing we normally did. I didn't fast all day, but I think you fasted yep. pretty much until we started um yep. eating burgers. Um, I worked out kind of drunk. in advance of this, knowing we were going to be eating a lot of food today. I will be working out very hard tomorrow and probably eating a lot less than I normally would. Uh, but we broke our fast with a Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you don't know, 
Shake Shack is probably the newest kid on the block is from all of these places that we've Yeah, it, it has probably the most hype behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, Shake Shack is one of those things where it's like, oh, look at the new kid on the block. Like Shake Shack is so cool. It's, you know, very hip. It's, it's supposed <clears throat> to be really, really good. Um, and, and it's not bad. So, you know, spoiler alert, like it's not awful. Like, yeah, Shake Shack's good. Um, but it's originated, I think, in New York City so. as like a burger stand. Actually, I think it was a hot dog stand originally. Was it? I think. I could be wrong, but memory serves. It was like a hot dog cart that grew to the point where it became a restaurant. They started serving burgers and then it just kind of like ballooned from there. Okay. And now they've got like, I don't know, something like a couple hundred, 200 or something in the U.S. all over. Um, we thought that the only one in Las Vegas was on the Strip, but there are actually, I think, three locations in Las Vegas, which was really nice because we didn't want to go all the way down to the Strip and pay for parking just to go to Shake Shack. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, we went to Shake Shack, and uh, before we get into, like, reading things and, like, what we thought, um, Nate, some things, some comments that you made were uh, about the burger um, you said something about like maybe a, a grilled cheese taste or yeah, something? Yeah, so um, one thing that really struck me about the taste and the flavor of the burger, um, especially after the toppings disappeared because that was the thing that kind of happened, um, the buns had like a really like delicious kind of like um, flat top char to them. Mm-hmm. And like the cheese was really melty and like... It was really I, melty. It was very reminiscent of like a grilled cheese sandwich. So mm-hmm. I think they may have been using like American cheese mm-hmm. on on their burgers. And probably quite a bit of butter to toast yeah, the yeah, buns. Yeah, yeah. Definitely like it was very buttery, very um, like, um, you know, charred, mm-hmm. like, a, like a grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. So like when I was when I was getting near the end of it um, and the, the sort of burger was running out, like mm-hmm. I was getting a lot of like bun and cheese left over and... Yeah, that was like, there was a couple of bites in there where I was like, oh man, it's like childhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, another comment you made was that the, the fries were a little generic, but we can talk more about yeah. that when we get into kind of like rating the fries. Um, so I think, yeah, basically the only other comments I have without getting into specifics, um, well, let's just, get let's, just let's just get into specifics. So yeah. the meat, what did you think of the meat on the burger? Um, I thought the meat was very flavorful. Yeah, um, you, you gave it like a pretty high score. Yeah, it, it was very well seasoned, very delicious. Um, I definitely liked the way that the meat was cooked. And it had a very... <clears throat> so my burger... Uh, well, we had the same burger. Yeah, uh, we, my half, I noticed definitely it was like a medium to medium well done. Mm-hmm. So it had like a little bit of pink in the middle. <clears throat> Sorry. And... Uh, it just had like a really solid beef flavor. Like right. it, it tasted like meat. You know? Right. It was very beefy. Like yeah. um, that, and that should make sense. Which is like it's no a, shit. It's yeah. Beef, but. but but I think that there was actually quite a bit of meat to the burger yeah. itself. It yeah. wasn't like a thin, thin patty. No. Um, so it was really good. The bun, I thought, was good. It was a good burger bun. Yeah. And so what, I, go I, I got to say, like, um, I don't remember exactly. It's like an, like an egg bun or something like that. I don't remember what they called it. But like the bun, there is a certain Like a thing. potato bun? Maybe it was a potato. I don't know. But anyways, like you, when you have a bun on a burger, you need the bun to conform to the burger that you're eating. Yeah. Right? If you press into that bun... Yeah. And that bun starts to like crack and obliterate. Yeah. That's a bad bun. Yeah. That's, that's a what a burger bun. Right. Yeah. You're, you're going to have a bad time. This one 
like the more pressure that you put on it, the more it would conform. And it was good because it, it because it was, a, you know, a sliced bun mm-hmm. and it was on the top and on the bottom. It just like kind of created this layer mm-hmm. of like protection right. between the burger and your hands and your face. Yeah. And another thing that they did, which they're not the only place that, that did this, but one thing they did that was really nice is they put the burger in its like own little like yeah. paper yeah. kind of sack. So yeah, kind of like they wrapped wrap it, it up right. a little bit with, you know, like, you know, part of it for you to kind of eat out, yeah. you know, eat on. Um, But, you know, you, you've got something to hang on to. Right. You're not just picking up the burger with your hand. Right. So you got something to kind of protect your hand from the juices. And it was a very juicy uh, hamburger, so that was awesome. The toppings. Now, I was not impressed by their toppings um, on their burger um, because when I take a bite into the burger, I want to be able to feel the different layers of what I'm eating. Yeah. So I want the bun. I want the burger. I want to feel a little crunch from the lettuce. Right. Maybe get a little bit of juice from the tomato and then be able to pick up whatever sauces or anything else that are that are on that burger. I think, and there was so little of that, yeah. it just disappeared. And not that I'm complaining about the beefy flavor, but the flavor of like a bite. There yeah. was there was no such thing as a perfect bite on a Shake Shack burger. I, I, I think that uh, it, on a, like a traditional American burger, what makes a traditional American burger so great is the contrast of hot and cold of crunch yes. and chew of you know um pickle tomato mm-hmm. onion like all of those ingredients work together to like create this kind of like perfect thing it's a, in your mouth it's a symphony yeah yeah, yeah, a- yeah, absolutely, in your mouth, yeah absolutely and so i think that shake shack's burger really that was like the one major weak point was th- there were a couple of bites that had like the toppings mm-hmm. and then they were gone yeah you know, and it's not that I dislike. And it's not because they fell out. It's just because they were gone. Right. They just yeah. there wasn't enough of them on there. Right. And it's it, you know it's it's not that I didn't I didn't like the cheese and the bun and the burger, mm-hmm. but what happens is when all you have left is cheese bun burger, mm-hmm. it tends to get a little gloopy right. and all, like a little heavy to 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 bring down that 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 cold crisp lettuce, mm-hmm. you know, the juiciness of the tomato, the the crunch of a pickle. Like that helps you to chew and digest, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very simple thing, but if components are off, you you kind of lose the whole thing, right? Yeah, no, it really is. It's like it's like listening to a symphony without like a string section, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, you're missing something. Um, and then can I next were the fries? Now I was expecting a lot from these fries because um, I knew going into it that they were crinkle cut, and so one thing that I really like about fries that aren't your standard kind of like regular thinly shaved. Um, I guess geometrically, you know, or um, similar shaped fries is because when you add a crinkle cut to them or a waffle cut to them, what you do is you enhance the surface area with which salt can stick. Yeah, so you right. have a lot of potential to increase right. the flavor profile of a of a fry yeah, yeah, by giving it true. kind of an interesting texture or cut. So I was looking forward to these and crinkle cut fries are kind of nostalgic because it's like, usually those are the kind of fries you'd get in the school cafeteria. Yeah. Or like if your mom was going to make fries, right. she'd probably get a bag of crinkle cut fries. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, um, I was looking forward to those yeah. and I was, I, I little... really, I really like crinkle cut fries yeah. too. Um, I think that they were personally, I think they were fried well, yeah. but I probably have the same complaint you did. Yeah. So they were fried fine. The texture was okay, but they were way under seasoned. Yeah. Like they weren't salted at all. And I almost wonder if that's because 
maybe it's more common for people who go to Shake Shack to get their fries done a certain way with like cheese or something else. So yeah, I don't know. They're making an assumption that you're going to want to get something on those fries. So they don't bother putting a lot of salt on them. I don't know, but they definitely needed more salt. Yeah, um, they were super undersalted. And, and and this is something that I have to say, and this is something I'll say as well about In-N-Out's fries later. When you present an object on a menu, mm-hmm. the object on the menu should be able to stand alone on its own two feet. Right. So if your fries are undersalted, that means you did something wrong. Right. Right. Like when you make fries, if you don't include salt, then you've not made fries properly. Right. You know, there should be C McDonald's. Yeah. Right. They have it down to a science. If McDonald's oversalts or undersalts their fries, you know, because mm-hmm. your brain registers this sort of flat, this is how they should taste. Right. Right. So. And, and that's, I think it's too important to kind of remind people like how we eat day to day. We eat pretty healthy diets. I don't think we cook with much salt and we don't really add much salt to our food, right? We're eating a lot of fresh whole foods generally, which probably means tomorrow is going to be painful for both of us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, also like, so we're not, like our taste buds are not accustomed to having a lot of salt on things anyway. So you could therefore say like, any fast food French fry we eat is should taste salty to us, right? right? Like, oh gosh, these fries are salty. No, that's just how all fries are. But these fries tasted way undersalted. Right. Um, so that was a little disappointing on Shake Shack's fries. Um, next, their shake. Nate, I would like you to talk about your first impression of their shake. So uh, here's the thing. I, I liked the shake. Yeah. Uh, I thought the shake was, <clears throat> was uh, way more chocolatey and way less sweet than um, Whataburger. Absolutely. Um, and I thought it was a, like a decent baseline shake. However, here's the thing. Like, here's my belief. And maybe this is just me being, you know, jumping to conclusions. But I feel like if the name of your business is Shake Shack, then you your shakes shouldn't be pre-made. Mm. And when I watch them open a cooler and take the shakes out of a cooler. Mm. I was like, that's your, like even Dairy Queen makes their shakes right before they serve them to right. you, you know? So it's like I, that kind of annoyed me mm-hmm. and you would experience something that like my taste buds really didn't pick up on. Right. Do you want to? Yeah, sure. So real quick before I get into that, I think too, the size of the shake was pretty disappointing Very for the small. cost. I think it was like a $5 shake. It was like a $5 like dollar five shake. Bucks. And it was like... Less than 16 ounces. Yeah, it was it was very small. Like yeah. it would be le- I think, I think like maybe like less than 12. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was small um, for how much we paid for it. Um, so, you know, what I'll say about the shake. So the thickness was fine. It was maybe a little too thick. Um, and what I mean by that is, is you... You could you could get it through a straw, fine. But I think maybe it because they took it directly out of like a cooler and then handed it to you, like it had been sitting in refrigeration for so long, it had kind of like set and it was very very thick. But Nate was like, "Oh, it's really good," and I take a um a, a drink of it, and it is very dark and very chocolatey. And to to, to compared to the Whataburger shake, the Whataburger shake wasn't even chocolate compared to this. But then I I took a sip of it. And as soon as I swallowed, I got a weird aftertaste. And I took another sip and I'm like, oh, I know what this is. This is syrup. It was a, a, like a, a kind of a cheap tasting syrupy aftertaste. Almost like if you remember when you were a kid and you'd make chocolate milk using like Hershey syrup. 
um, you know, if you were like me when you were a kid, you used as much of that syrup as you could get away with yeah. to make your chocolate shake as dark and as chocolatey as right. possible. But it tasted artificial at a certain point because you were getting so much of that artificial kind of fake sweetener chocolate syrup that comes in that plastic bottle, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I was like, this is just a vanilla, like a vanilla base that has a bunch of chocolate syrup added to it, so much so that I can kind of taste that chemically artificial aftertaste in the shake. Yeah. And, and I was like, I was like, no. And then I look at the menu, and they have a lot of different shake options, a lot of different flavors. And I think what they do for efficiency is they have a, a blank vanilla base, and they just have a bunch of different syrups and sweeteners and they make them all first thing in the morning, and then they pop them in the fridge so they can grab them real quick yeah, and hand them And to that you. may be the case. Uh, however, I will state again, for the record, um, I either did not taste the chemically chocolate or mm -hmm. did not care. There is no coffee left. Uh, I drank it all. Oh, but you could have a sip of mine. Mm. Um, That's all right. So I either did not notice yeah. or did not care because my brain went, oh, this tastes like chocolate. Yeah. So, so just, I, my palate was not discerning enough to pick up on that. W would you say that of the two of us, I consume more chocolate? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I hardly ever eat chocolate. Like chocolate's not even like, has never been a part of my diet like, right. as a staple. I love chocolate. I would say like chocolate and matcha are my two favorite desserts. But hold up. Let me break this down for you. I yeah. want to, I want to, <coughs> I want to co-sign on what you're saying. I want to, mm -hmm. I want to spike your set because mm -hmm. this was a, this this shake was five dollars and thirty nine cents. Wow! So if it was some vanilla ice cream with some chocolate syrup mixed in it, like that's too much for a five dollar and thirty nine cent shake. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And it's, it was not the size of a five dollar thirty nine cent shake. No, 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 it was it was a little tyke. It was yeah, a little, it was a little, it was a little uh, yeah. It was not sixteen ounces. No. So uh, the other thing that I want to address. Mm -hmm. uh, so we went and. I was like, I think I'm going to get a hot dog too. Now, I didn't hold this against them, mm -hmm. but they had a Chicago-style hot dog, and that Chicago-style hot dog failed on the first bite. Yep. Um, so the way that they cook their hot dogs is they split them down the middle, and they cook them on the flat top to crisp them up, and then they put them in a bun and put all the stuff on there. And it basically had all the appropriate... Uh, items for Relish a Chicago style hot dog. Yeah, right, right. But that, you know, there's some give and take on that. It doesn't right. always need to be like fluorescent green. However, mm -hmm. when you make a Chicago style hot dog, you need to put it on the appropriate bun. Mm -hmm. And they put it on the same bun as they put their hamburger. And I took Well, it was a hot dog bun, but the same. Right, it was a hot type dog bun, bun, same bread. Yeah, same bread. And first bite, the hot dog blew out through the bottom. <laughs> yep. And I was like, you fucking fail. Yeah. And the other way that it was not really qualified as a Chicago style hot dog is because they split it down the middle and cooked it on a flat top. Um, However, I have had Chicago style hot dogs like that in Chicago. So that's well, so maybe the cooking method isn't what, what messed it up. But when you took a bite of it, a Chicago style hot dog, a real Chicago style hot dog should have a good solid snap yeah, to it. Yeah, It should, should be steamed and should, should have be, a snap. Yeah. It should have a snap when you bite into it, which what we mean by a snap is, is it should, you could, you should be able to feel with your teeth in your mouth the casing break away from the the meat of the hot dog when you bite into it I should have a quote snap and this did not so the we're not judging Shake Shack on their hot dog we're no, just no, saying no, no. however if you want a good Chicago style hot dog don't fucking get it from a restaurant that's based out of New York yeah that's all yeah, we're saying yeah you'll get a better Chicago style hot dog at 
Sonic. Go 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 to Sonic or Portillos if you have yeah, one I mean, in your if, area. Yeah, like if you but if you have a Portillos in your area, just drive to a real place. Yeah. Um, unless you're like uh, there's like Portillos on the West Coast and stuff. You you don't have that option, but um, yeah, for the most part, don't go there for Chicago as Chicago dog because it was a Shack hot mess. Yeah. So so anyway, the the last thing we'll kind of talk about with Shake Shack is just like the overall dining experience. Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a drive-through, which most of the places we went to don't have drive-throughs. Actually, I'd say the majority. Yeah. Um, which is fine. You know, you don't need to have a drive-through to so be a good burger. Right. Place. They're kind of going for like a modern sit-in, yeah. like restaurant feel. They have beer and wine. It's kind of like uh, you remember how like kid uh, uh, Chipotle's were kind of like fancier yeah, when they right, first came out. They're right. kind of going for like a Chipotle type vibe, yeah. where they're serving wine and beer. They've got little like doggy bags, literally for your dog that you can yeah. buy and take away. Um, yeah, like you know wood carvings mm-hmm. and like you know it's it's very like chic corporate modern you right know, everything is like thought out and well designed and honestly the dining experience was good it was there was a lot of people there mm-hmm. it was very like you know upbeat you know it's, it's like a happening place to be right you know it, a lot of that is hype right but you know it was a pl- pleasant experience yeah it was pleasant um one thing we forgot to mention about whataburger was the price and that's because we don't have the receipt anymore because <laughs> right. it was like two and a half weeks ago but i would say like the burger the fries and the shake probably were all less than 10 bucks um yeah. in between like maybe like 10 and 11 dollars it wasn't like it was modestly priced. yeah it was like a fast food place which you would expect for that yeah. type of thing like a wendy's um, yeah, like Wendy's, yeah, whatever. Which is what it Shake Shack, me of the most. Yeah, it did remind me of like a kind of a, a low-rent Wendy's. Um, the, the Shake Shack for uh, the double cheeseburger with, you know, the toppings, right. the fries, the small fry, and the shake. One, one person's meal. One person's meal. That's what we went for. One person's meal at right. every place. Before taxes was $16.77. Right. Now, mind you, we're in Vegas. It might be a little bit more expensive, but where else is... Shake Shack located as far as I know, like New York, Austin, probably some in LA. So it's probably going to be consistent with what it's going to be. In, yeah, it's going to be in bigger nationwide. cities where the cost of living is higher, right, right? Right. So no surprises there. So overall, Shake Shack, it was good. Yeah. If you can get to one, the the burgers are tasty. They're yeah. really beefy. I would say save your money. Don't bother with the shake at Shake Shack. Really, no. unless you definitely not the chocolate it's not worth it and if you are a chocolate connoisseur and you really love some hershey's chocolate um you know chocolate milk when you were a kid you'll know what i'm talking about when you taste taste that and it's got that kind could of be like, an appeal to you though maybe it would appeal to you but yeah. for me for almost six bucks for the size that it was Truth. at a place that's called shake shack i'm at least expecting it to be better yeah. than a fucking steak and shake yeah and, and it wasn't it was not it did not have a better <laughs> shake, shake than a steak and shake um moving on so we left Shake Shack and went immediately to the nearest In-N-Out we could find. Yeah. Um, we had to drive through. This is the other thing, too. So the Shake Shack was in like kind of a fancier outdoor mall. Is your mouth bothering you? Yeah. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, we, had, we were at like an outdoor fancier mall, and then we ended up driving to the nearest In-N-Out we could get to. And so back to back, we went Shake Shack, In-N-Out. So In-N-Out. Nate, what did you think kind of overall? Uh, so In-N-Out has like a super nostalgic quality, even if you've never been to one. It definitely, it has what's appealing about like a steak and shake inside yeah. mm-hmm. is very apparent as well in an In-N-Out. It's, right. 
it kind of like reminds you of that old diner. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wearing like those, you know, the crisp outfits, white outfits right, with exactly. the little like hats. Yeah. Um, in and out, you get in, you make your order, they get it ready very quickly and get you your food. Mm-hmm. It's very like everybody seems to be working in unison. If anybody to use Portillo's as an example again, if anybody's been to a Portillo's, one thing that they excel at mm-hmm. is. There are a buttload of people working there mm-hmm. and they all have a purpose and everybody does their job, mm-hmm. right? There's not a lot of people sitting around, you know, nope. we've, we've been into like McDonald's we've talked about on this podcast where I stood in there for 10 minutes and didn't even know who was working there, right? you know? So I would say uh, that's the first thing that you notice. Everything's clean. Everything's like pristine white. They got like the little palm trees on there. Um. The menu is very straightforward. Right. It's it's burgers, it's fries, it's shakes, and yeah. that's it. Right. And you can customize it and everybody, you know, you watch a couple YouTube videos, you can learn what all the secret menu items are and how to order yeah. things to kind of get like special stuff in an in and out. And that's awesome. But we that's didn't not do what any we do of that. that. Yeah. We got a double double um and fries and a shake and we were good to go. And we you know kind of what I'll say is is it's very, very fast. Mm-hmm. And and I'll say very consistent. This is yeah. the, maybe the fifth time I've been to an In and Out, and every single time yeah. it's tasted the same. Yeah. yeah. Um. So very consistent. Second time for me because we actually went to In and Out once already. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um. <laughs> um, and that was really good too. Um. I think the quality of the food was the same as Shake Shack. Yeah. Very yeah. good, high quality, high uh, standards yeah, for the, sure. The meat was well seasoned. It was well cooked. It was very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um. The presentation of the burger makes it look very delicious. You yeah. know, they do that same thing where they kind of wrap the bottom, mm-hmm. so you can like see the burger that you're going to eat, you know, mm-hmm. pick it up, take that big, you know, like my goal was like, oh, I want to take like the perfect bite. Right. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and so here's the other thing. Um, we, we like ate together. Mm-hmm. We, we both like, we didn't cut it in half. We like ate, you know, I took a bite, you took a bite, that right. kind of a thing. Um, so the burger was really good. Mm-hmm. The only complaint I have about it mm-hmm. was... You're talking about the meat or the whole burger? The whole burger. Okay. So the meat was good. My whole burger complaint was the onion at times was a little overpowering. Right. We'll get to it. Yeah. We're going to work down the list. Okay. okay. So Fair the enough. meat. Fair the enough. meat. What did you think of the meat? The meat was solid. It was meat very was solid. good. Yeah. yeah. I thought there was like perfect bun to meat ratio, um, especially in the double-double cheese. Mm-hmm. Um Really tasty, really beefy, juicy. You gave it like a yeah. squeeze and you yeah. could see like the juice come out. Cheese was a little less melty. And I don't think that was a bad thing. Um, I felt like in Shake Shack's cheese, like it it almost had like a nacho cheese consistency at times where it was like too melted mm. or it was like kind of gluey. Mm-hmm. Um, with this one, the cheese was melted, but it wasn't gluey. It wasn't like oozing out of it. And some people might prefer that. I don't. Okay. Yeah, no, that that's fair. I I also thought the meat was really good. The bun. I thought the bun at In and Out for fast food, you're talking about a place with a drive-through. I think they've got the best bun hands down. Yeah. Yeah, the bun was It was perfect. Like it held its integrity with all of the ingredients on the burger. Um it wasn't too mushy. It had a lot of give, but it still it wasn't crumbly. But I think my favorite thing about the bun at In and Out is they toasted it absolutely perfectly. Yeah. Perfect amount of butter on it. And they toasted it in such a way that was so perfect because it, when you bit into the, the bun for the first time in like a new place, you, you kind of like 
you know, broke the perimeter of the right, bun. Right. You got an extra little bit of crunch and char right on that right. outer ring. Um, yeah. And, and that was so delicious. I felt like the bun, <laughs> the bun quality overall, no one else could possibly exceed, but only meat. I felt like that bun hit like the top, it was top tier. It was right. the benchmark. Yeah, it was really good. Um, moving on to the toppings. Now, what I'll say about the toppings is they were so fresh, and I think the lettuce and tomato um, and, on, and onion were in perfect proportion. There mm-hmm. was the right amount, and yeah. it, it gave you that nice mouthfeel, that perfect kind of crunch as you're biting through the hot burger, the melty cheese, the soft bun, and then you get to like the crunchy, hard um, lettuce and tomato mm-hmm. and onion. I, I think that had the perfect mouthfeel. Although I agree with what you said earlier, the way the onion slice was put on, it was a whole slice of <laughs> yeah, onion. Yeah, yeah. Usually if you're going to put some onion on a burger, you're not going to put the whole entire slice on because yeah. that's a lot of onion and that's a lot to crunch through. The thing is with You raw, might put on like the out, outer like four or five rings. Raw onion can... <laughs> raw onion is so distinct a flavor mm-hmm. that... In most, 99 out of 100 circumstances, it's going to overwhelm the other things you're eating. Right. So I think, you know, you you take an onion, you take a couple rings of the onion, maybe you separate them slightly, and then you layer them on top of each other. Or you do something else, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Or you do something else ingenious. Um, But I I agree with you. I think the onion slightly overpowered the other toppings and the burger. So maybe if you're going to In-N-Out... You don't love onion? Just get your double-double without onion. They'll they'll ask you, do you want onion? And you can do what we didn't do, which is say no. (laughs) Right. We got onion because we're like, yeah, Yeah, every other one has onion. onion, So we might as well get onion. Um, So toppings were solid. A little bit less because of the onion. Mm -hmm. Fries. Uh, Yeah, I thought that the fries were like really incredibly average. Very average. Um, I thought that like they had a very um, delicious taste to them. But I said this before, um, there's like a pastiness to them, mm. I noticed. Like a pasty feeling that I get on my tongue. Okay. Like something with the inside of the fry just has like a like a, like a pastiness. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. I agree with you. Um, I think their fries are kind of not the star of the show no, by no. any means. They're, it's really the burger. Right. They're well salted, but they honestly, we kind of like mentioned this earlier with the McDonald's thing, but they kind of reminded me of McDonald's fries. Yeah. It's uh, not better. Yeah. Not no, worse. No. Just but like, similar. Yeah, yeah. Just like McDonald's adjacent. Like, right. You know, it's yeah. fries because you get fries with a burger. Right. Right. Um, now you've mentioned we'd eaten there previously. Mm-hmm. Last time we ate there, you did get them animal style. Yeah. Um, we're not considering that as part of our judgment on no, this, but no. why don't you tell people what you liked about animal style, what you didn't like? I liked the first half of the animal style. Okay. Uh, like the first half of eating through them. So mm-hmm. you get like a little paper basket mm-hmm. and they put, um, I think they put like grilled onions, mm-hmm. cheese and their sauce on there. Yeah. Their special sauce. Yeah. And like half of that dish was good. But then like when I started to like get to the second half, it was like, it was too much. It was gloopy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't I, like things that get gloopy while they may be delicious. Mm-hmm. They are very difficult to get down there's a there's a certain temperature at which like there's just things no longer you have taste to, good. yeah you have yeah. to be able to eat that whole thing before the cheese starts to cool mm-hmm. or before the cold sauce and the hot cheese start to mingle mm-hmm. and everything gets like 
lukewarm and glue textured. Yeah, because they'll they'll definitely yeah. like consume the fries and the glue. Right, I did yeah. it once, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I if I were to go back to In and Out, which mm-hmm. which you know, spoiler alert, probably I will. Um, I wouldn't get the manimal style again. Okay, I yeah. think the fries are good enough by themselves. You don't need to fuck them all up with all kinds of weird sauces. Right now, now the shake. Uh, the shake I thought was good. I thought it was similar to a frosty. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it hit all those points. Um, delicious. Maybe this is weird, but one thing I kind of have always loved to do with a frosty is dip my French fries in it. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a thing. I, 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 and uh, this was a good French fry dip in frosty, and the fries were the right kind of fries for it. So was this the one that I, I, I said that kind of tasted like a bit malty? No, no, okay. no. That was okay. So we'll, the, we'll the, later. The, the, yeah, yeah. Later. Uh, yeah. So, so I think that the shake was. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was equal or larger than the um, Shake Shack. It was bigger than yeah, Shake Shack. Yeah. It. Meh, I can't, I'm not sure if it was bigger, but it was the, the cup yeah. made it appear to be bigger. So, yeah. so I feel like all in all, you mm-hmm. know, pluses and minuses. I felt like the meal was like pretty equal to Shake Shack as far as like deliciousness, flavor, quality mm-hmm. of the material, mm-hmm. you know, pluses and minuses. I felt like they kind of evened out. Mm-hmm. Can I talk about where one gets the advantage over the other? Go for it. Okay. So we had mentioned. And, oh yeah, and, this is a big one. I have I have uh, the receipt here because I, I saved, um, I didn't save the receipt for but this I wrote one, down but, yeah, the, yeah, so you wrote it down. I wrote down. Okay, it's right so here. we have there our receipt for Shake Shack, mm-hmm. right? Not including my hot dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sixteen seventy seven mm-hmm. at Shake Shack for one person's meal. Yeah, right. Your double burger, your fries, it's a, and your it's shake. A bit expensive, but you know, good quality, good food. The same meal. Yeah. At In and Out mm-hmm. was. Eight dollars and five cents before taxes. Shake Shack before taxes. Yeah. Shake Shack was fucking double. Yeah, the price. Yeah, not double. Not double the flavor, the taste. No, of the no. It was yeah. it was about an equal experience. Yeah, very similar in you know setup, mm-hmm. burger, the whole nine yards. And I, I honestly got to say, I, I kind of if I was going to pick between the two, because I feel like there's like a hot debate on East Coast West Coast. It's very like '90s hip hop, which is better. I actually got to say, I think In-N-Out's better regardless of price because one, their toppings were better. Mm -hmm. Their shake didn't have a weird aftertaste. It was not (laughs) as chocolatey as Shake Shack's, but it did not have a weird aftertaste. And um, yeah, so I think overall, I I would choose In-N-Out over Shake Shack. Right, then the reason why that's even worth mentioning, you know, obviously aside from just general cost, but like your dining experience, like... One of them is trying really hard to make you think you're going and you're having a meal at a sit-down restaurant. And the other one is telling you exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a classic nostalgic burger joint. And that's what they both are. Mm -hmm. But one's trying to be something else and the other one's just being what it is. Yeah. And I think one thing we've learned about different restaurants as we've been in Vegas that's probably true across the board universally is like whatever you are, be that thing and embrace yeah. it and do it really well. And yeah. I think In-N-Out is doing that. I think Shake Shack is like, I think Shake Shack's going to kind of have some growing pains. Yeah, well, right? I mean, it's going to go like a national thing because like, it's publicly traded now, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you'll probably get them everywhere. And then, you know, 
10 or 15 years down the road, it's going to be just like another place. It'll be like a Chipotle. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. Um, All right. So um, In-N-Out, people on the West Coast, you already know, In-N-Out is pretty damn good. Yeah, pretty damn good. Um, It's great. If if one was like right next to each other, I'm going to choose In-N-Out over the Shake Shack. I think the cost is a big factor there. (laughs) Honestly, you're not getting any better quality at one versus the other. I think your meal is just as good. Uh, I like their bun and their toppings better, and the shake didn't give me that weird aftertaste. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So uh, after we left in and out, after also we, okay. was the only one that had a drive through. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the only one besides Whataburger that had a drive through. Yeah. Um. So you know, Whataburger and In and Out kind of get a bump, I think, because yeah. they've got the drive through. Right. So you've it's got part of the choice. dining experience. Yeah. I will say though, fucking In and Out's drive through. Every time I've been going past one or have gone to one, the drive through is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So because people know what's up. You know, yep. it's a Saturday. Let's go it's, get some in It's like out. Portillo's in Chicago. Yeah. Every Portillo's drive-thru. Or a lot packed. of Chick-fil-A's. Yeah, Same thing. Yeah, They're very yeah. long drive throughs Which is weird to me, but anyways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so next, we left in and out At this point, both of us have had the equivalent of one hamburger, one small fry, and half of a milkshake. Yeah. But we were like, we can do this. We can power through. So we went to a smash burger because I've never been to one. We don't have those in Indiana, to my knowledge. They're still pretty rare. So Smashburger, I'm not sure where they originated from, but kind of what they're known for is like how thin and crispy they cook their yeah. hamburgers. It's, it's, I think it's kind of like a similar scenario with uh, Shake Shack. It's a like most of these places, the way that they cook their burgers now is kind of like smashing the, yeah. the patty. I don't think Shake Shacks was smashed. I don't. I, it wasn't. It was pretty thick. Yeah. I don't think it I don't was know. smashed. I don't know. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, but I think that's like a common thing. Yeah, it's that's, common. It's a regional thing. Right. It's a regional way right. to cook a burger is to smash it, it really definitely, thin. I think it's like a like a West Coast, East Coast thing. Yeah. But anyways, so that's, anyways, that's, that's um, the gimmick. Smash really, burgers. Really smashed. good. Uh, so overall, I think... Um, the presentation. So let's let's just go down the list one by one. Well, first of all, I think Smashburger. Yeah. Is kind of like the dark horse here. Okay. Like Smashburger is not really one. I I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. No. It's not like really mentioned in like the great one. The like, burger wars. Right. Yeah. But but I honestly think like it does deserve to be there because mm-hmm. it's it's doing what these other places are doing. Right. It's the burger place. Mm-hmm. A couple of little additionals here and there mm-hmm. that serve in. A burger, mm-hmm. it's serving fries, and serving, it's serving shakes. Yeah, yep. So absolutely. Um, so I think, uh, you know, first off, let's let's start with kind of just general thoughts, feelings about Smash Burger. We just had two burgers. We were full. We roll into a Smash Burger. Like you know, first impression walking through the door. What'd you think? Um, as far as the restaurant was concerned, that was the first thing that kind of like struck me. I didn't really care for. The overall feel of it. Mm-hmm. It was very, it was very dark. Mm-hmm. There were people there, but it just like all the other restaurants that we went to, um, the other two restaurants we went to really felt like they were hopping, they were moving. There was a lot of people working there. You know, it was like people really doing their job, really taking pride in what they were doing. And I really didn't get that sensation from this place. Yeah, not that they the employees weren't working, but no, it, it was just, slow. Yeah, it was just quiet. There, it was slow. There weren't a lot of people in there. The, um, inside of the restaurant, most of the decor was dark. It was it very was dimly dark. Lit. Yeah, it was really dimly lit. It was dark. And it was kind of like, um, it reminded me a little bit of like a Noodles and Company or um, uh, like a... Uh, 
a payway or something where you go and you place your order and then they give you like a little table number and they bring it out to right. you. So ev- the other two places, Shake Shack um, and In-N-Out Burger, if you dined inside, you know, they give you a receipt with your number and they call it your number, you'd go grab it. Or um, Shake Shack actually gave you like, if you were dining in, they gave you like a little, a little buzzer. buzzer so you could go grab a table and then, you know, go back up and get your food like at a Panera, right? Um, so, but this place, they actually brought the food out to you, which was different than the yeah. others. Um, so let's talk about the food we ordered. Yeah. Starting the same way we've started so far. What about the meat on the burger? So meat on the burger was, in my opinion, surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the best burger that I had, but it was very flavorful mm-hmm. and shockingly juicy. Mm-hmm. And for having been smashed. Yeah. And yeah. had, and had... Like a really good like seasoned crust on top mm-hmm. of it, which like, mm-hmm. you know, had like a little bit of extra crunch and not like it was burnt, but it just like it, it was. It had some texture to it. It had yeah. a, like a different element of, of flavor and yeah. texture. I enjoyed that. It was different than the others, right, um, mm-hmm. that we had had previously that day and I, yeah. I, or today. Um, so I liked it too. I didn't think it was as good of a beefy flavor as like your Shake Shack burger. It was more seasoned. It, it, was, it was more less, seasoned. Yeah, it was yeah, less yeah. beef forward and more seasoning forward. Right. I agree. Um, so I thought it was pretty good. Um, and this was a place where uh, just because of the pres- overall presentation, they didn't give it to you wrapped in paper. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were actually able to cut it in half. Um, which was a big fucking mistake. Yeah, which was a big mistake. <laughs> Rather than like I take a bite, he takes a bite, we cut it in half to kind of split it. And that may not have been the best idea um, because we really kind of messed, well, not necessarily though. Like yeah, it's not really no, a failing on no, our end. It's kind no. of a failing on their end because although the bun was good, it couldn't take the, yeah. the, 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 the so, structural integrity of cutting into it really damaged it the overall really messed burger. up everything. Yeah. Um, which, so we, which is fine because a lot of people may cut their burgers in half. They may not want to hold the whole burger. Yeah, there are some right, people who exactly. cut the burgers in half. So what, I, what I noticed was the issue wasn't the bun because okay. the bun was – honestly, the bun was very similar, um, at least like a very similar type of bread mm-hmm. that like Shake Shack used um, where it was like kind of flaky and dense but designed to absorb a lot of liquid. Right. Where they messed up was the placement of the garnish, where the, yeah. the placement of the toppings. The, the toppings. So w- what I believe they did, and I wasn't in the back, I didn't read any, watch any videos, I didn't read anything about it, mm-hmm. but what I believe that they did was they took the, you know, the bun, put the burger on top, put the lettuce, and then squeezed out the condiments on top. Mm-hmm. And I believe most of the other places spread the condiments on the bun. Right. And... When you cut that that burger in half, all the ketchup, the mayo, the the juiciness just oozed out. Yeah, because it was like sitting on a very delicate, thin ice sheet of lettuce. Yeah, and so when I picked it up, when you picked it up, picked up your half to eat it, like one bite and everything just went Yeah, and just started to smush out. Yeah, the tomato was very runny, and I think yeah. it was because it was catching so much moisture from the from the t- other toppings. So right. the toppings were very flavorful, but I didn't think that they were. Yeah. It messed. It kind of kind of messed up with your overall. It was a messy I burger. I think I think that the science was off. I the think science that, was I think off. that the engineering mm-hmm. of the uh, and and they why, tasted good and they were the fresh. Other, right here's the yeah. other thing that I I really felt like where it failed was because if you noticed. All the staff there were wearing T-shirts, and they had like this little graph of how they lay out their burger. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, but your burger just fucking fell apart." 
mm-hmm. in the thing. And also the burgers weren't wrapped. It was just like, they gave you this metal tray mm-hmm. with a slice of paper on it and the fries and the burger. It kind of reminded me of like, if you go to any like restaurant, like any American style restaurant and mm-hmm. ordered a burger and fries, that's how they would give it to you. Like on a little like, you know, diner tray or whatever. Right. Whereas I, I like the presentation better at your Shake Shack and your In-N-Out where it was like wrapped in little paper and it was mm-hmm. cute and it was, you right. know, like an American style hamburger, right. right? This is more trying to be like a, how you pub style. Right. Yeah. Right. Like well, we're like a little, you know. Yeah. Bistro. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, rather than just like a burger joint, which mm-hmm. are called Smash Burger. You're known for burgers. Like, figure the fuck out. Um, Next, the fries. Eh, mediocre. Yeah. No really, better, no worse than any of the other fries we'd really had so average. far. Everything, yeah. all the fries so far were like really just average. Yeah, they were just fries. Um, Kind of like we said about <laughs> the other places, like you get a burger, you get fries with it. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then the shake. Oh, the shake. Yeah. So where the dark horse of Smash Burger really kind of like jumped ahead. Oh my gosh. Was the shake. So all of these shakes are like super overpriced, like five to six dollar shakes, right? Right. Smash Burger has one advantage. Mm. And that advantage is they make the shakes in a freaking shake glass. Yeah. In, in, with in a like, machine. Yeah. With a machine, like they, a real, right, like, like a real milkshake. Right. With real ice cream. And real milk. And it was real good. And it was real good. And they, like, it wasn't just, like, vanilla ice cream that had, like, a chocolate syrup added to it. It was chocolate ice cream with milk made in a real milkshake machine poured into a chilled glass. And we could have gotten whipped cream on top, but we didn't. They gave it to you with a spoon and a straw. Yeah. And then they gave you the metal cup yeah. that had the extra there ice cream in it. There wasn't a ton left in there. But it but was, it, like, it, it was made you a, feel like, yeah. oh, there's, like, more I can, like, spoon out. And it tasted really really good yeah um, it was it was a it was a shake it yeah. was like a legit shake yeah, it wasn't l- just a dairy shake. dessert that they called a shake yeah and they had like you know um oreo shakes and other things and i think you know um probably all their shakes would be really really tasty yeah. so their shake like if you're gonna go if you want a really good milkshake and there's a smash burger by you mm-hmm Go go have a sure. shake there yeah. yeah now do you want to talk about <laughs> the cost yeah, so um, their cost, they are not cheap. <laughs> no, um, no. And I think one, I, well, so before tax for a burger, fries, and this shake, it was $16.98, which is only very slightly. We, we kind of screwed up a little, though. Mm. And how we screwed up is she asked you if you wanted a combo. You said, yes, we got a drink. So yeah. we, didn't, we didn't want the drink, mm-hmm. but I think just like, gut check reactions or science is a little bit off yeah but either way yeah it was very expensive yeah it was very expensive now this i would say smash smash burger was only like 20 cents more than shake shack it's hard to say which was better like which was the better value between the two because the shake at smash burger was really good and really big Mm -hmm. it was a little bit more expensive than shake than yep. Shake Shack's, but it was much better. I think Shake Shack had a better burger, that's, and the fries are a wash. That's that's what I was gonna say. I think overall, mm-hmm. the experience was better at Shake Shack mm-hmm. because the atmosphere of the restaurant was better, right? And, and that can go a long way. But I just think the burger overall was better. Right. However, I think like from a flavor perspective, like Sh- Smash Burger. Really has a lot to offer. I agree. But I just don't think that their burgers are put together uh, well. I just don't. I Like when a, you, 
They're not stacked well. No, you yeah. don't. You don't want your burger, even if I cut it in half. You don't want your burger to just just bloop out. Yeah, yeah. It was is a is a messy messy watery burger. Um, so I don't know, like if I had to choose Shake Shack or Smash Burger, um, it would probably just depend on how I'm feeling that day, mm-hmm. um, how badly I wanted a really good shake. <laughs> right. Um, because the price is the same. I think, you know, your quality of your burger, the burger's better at Shake Shack for sure than Smash Burger. Um, at least the, the, the overall structure of the burger. I think... If I was really in the mood for the thinner, kind of more crunchy, interesting texture burger of a smash burger, I'd go there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that one's necessarily better than the other. They're just a little bit different. But like you said, like it could just be that that smash burger was having like a slow day. Maybe it was in a weird location. Um, yeah. Maybe we went to one that was a little more like bustling or better lit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, you know, I. I <laughs> that was honestly, one thing that was really dark. It was like the ambiance was weird, and there was yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah. It just like it's it's a place I walked into, and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want. Like, I don't. Is this in a bad neighborhood? Yeah, I, no, it wasn't like, in a bad neighborhood. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but and and why that you know kind of like stuck out to me was because we went to other places in that strip mall. Yeah, and those places had people and were like mm-hmm. active and bustling, and this place was kind of like. Yeah. Just, it felt like a cafeteria at a morgue. Oh, I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was just dark and quiet. Of, but there was like lots of people in there eating by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it like definitely had, anyways, I don't want to bash it because I do feel like, you know, they had a lot of good things to offer mm-hmm. and I didn't really expect anything from Smashburger. Right. And I would go back to yeah. a Smashburger. For the shake. I would probably go there for shake before I would go to Steak and Shake. Let's put it that way. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, steak and Shake. Okay. So then at this point, within two hours, we had eaten at three burger places, yeah. roughly the equivalent of eating one hamburger, one small fry, uh, or one and a half hamburgers, one and a half small fries, et cetera, and shakes. We're full, right? We don't need to eat anymore. And we're like, do we rally and just go to Five Guys? And we decided like, no, like... It was getting to be kind of like early dinner hour. Things were getting kind of crowded. We were stuffed. Came home. We relaxed. We watched a little TV. And then we're like, we need to go grocery shopping. Saturday night's a great time to do it because like most people aren't losers going grocery shopping on a Saturday night. Plus we're full. We're not going to like, you know, buy (laughs) crazy stuff because we're hungry. So we run all over town. We get like a lasagna pan. You guys heard this story. The Walmart didn't have what we needed. So we're running errands, right? And then we're like, okay. Before we go back home, we're going to go to Five Guys. Turns out, Nate needs multiple and very varied cheeses to make his lasagna (laughs) that required us to go to about three different stores. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to this lasagna. Um, But by the time we got around to getting to Five Guys, it was about 8 o'clock at night. So we weren't, I wasn't hungry. Like no. I, I didn't really need to eat or no, want to eat again. No, we did this strictly for science. This was just for science. We had just, I was doing this because we decided we were, we said we were going to do it. Right. <laughs> so then we go to Five Guys. Now, I don't know how many times I've had Five Guys. A lot. Yeah. Um. Prior to this, the most recent time I had Five Guys was on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Nate and I had saved up and we knew we were going to want to eat some Halloween candy and we knew it was going to be a cheat day. So on Halloween, we had Five Guys uh, burgers and fries and then some Halloween candy and it was an awesome evening. We watched it, mm-hmm. uh, the new version and loved it and it was a great little Halloween. Yeah. Um, so that's then. This is now. This is now. 
So we go to Five Guys, and I'm like, okay, let's just let's do this. Right. It's for the podcast. I don't want another burger, but whatever. We go in, and the thing about Five Guys is, is they have a lot of different types of toppings. I, I don't remember how many different permutations of a burger you could get there, but it's a lot. Yeah. So we're, we're just going to keep it basic. And we got um, a double cheeseburger, and the toppings we ordered were lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, mustard, and mayonnaise. It was like mustard and ketchup, and I was like, I'll raise you a mustard and mayonnaise. He's like, it's fine. You're a basic white bitch. You love mayonnaise. It's fine. <laughs> I do. I love mayonnaise. I, I am like- I wouldn't normally get mayo on like, it, but- I, don't, I didn't know that that was a racial stereotype until later in life, but I fucking love mayonnaise. I love <laughs> any mayonnaise-based food. I love putting mayonnaise on things. I, I would rather put mayonnaise on my salad than ranch dressing. I don't care. That's I'll, I'll, I'll lean into it. That's horrible. I love it. I like dipping my fries in mayonnaise. Ew. I love mayonnaise. You freaky Dutch freak, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, but so, so yeah, we, th- this is what we get because we want to make sure that what we're ordering here is consistent with everybody else. Right. So we get a little fry. If you've been to Five Guys, you know about their fries. You get a large fry at Five Guys, and that means you're getting like an entire paper sack full of fries. Yeah, they, they the sizes are kind of like how big is the cup we're going to put inside your bag? Yeah, it's, it's so much fries. Um, and I'm not complaining. But you know going into it that you're getting like a massive amount of fries. <laughs> so we get a little fry um, and then a chocolate shake. And uh, I guess they just started offering shakes, right? Well, I don't know if they just started, but when they opened, it was just burgers and fries. And then over the course of time, they've also added hot dogs. And then more recently, they've yeah. added shakes. Um, so... Uh, I, I honestly, I'd never had one of their shakes before, no. so I was kind of wasn't really expecting. I didn't have any expectations. No. <clears throat> so anyway, um, I think the first thing that's noteworthy, we walk into the Five Guys. It's eight o'clock, so it's a little bit later. Um, we're not in like a bar area, so most of the, there's like a couple families in there um, eating, but it's not busy at all. Um, it's a standard Five Guys. You walk in, it's very well lit. It's very clean. There's lots of white everywhere. The tables mm-hmm. are wood. Um, kind of a cool thing about Five Guys, if you've never been, is they've got peanuts. You can get like a little tray of peanuts that are free and munch on some peanuts, whole mm-hmm. peanuts that are shelled and yeah. salted. Get something to munch on while you wait for your food. Yeah, it's great. Um, another kind of fun thing about Five Guys is that in addition to having ketchup and mustard that you can put on things, they also have malted vinegar, which is really, really tasty to eat on your fries. Um, if you've never had French fries with malted vinegar. One of the only good things about Red Robin is their fries are like garlic seasoned and you get them unlimited and you can have malt vinegar on them. Okay, but we're not talking about Red Robin. I know you're just, I feel like you, I feel like you just had like a flashback. (laughs) Like you're like Red Robin. Um, That's the only good thing about them. But that's, that's, that's one of the, the, the great things that I think, um, the British have brought <laughs> to us <laughs> from the fish and chips and like fries in general is just malted vinegar, mm-hmm. which isn't something that I grew up eating, but it's something no. I, I love. Um, but anyway, we order. And would you like to talk about the ordering experience that maybe was a, a big boost to the overall experience um, at Five Guys? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. So we order and... You know, like the guy is being really attentive and picking up on what's happening. Yeah. So we're ordering one burger, one fry, and one shake. Right. And he says, do you want me to have that burger cut in half for you? Right, right. Because he sees that we're going to share it because we're like talking and consulting on like, what do we want on it? Yes. And then we go, we go, 
yeah, that'd be great. And he's like, okay, I'll make sure it gets cut in half for you then. So he like, apparently that's like an option. Right. It's not on the menu, but it's then, something they do enough because there's a like a button for right. it, a protocol. And then he hands us two cups for water he's like, without he, us asking. Yeah, because we didn't order a drink. So he assumes, well, here's some cups for water. Doesn't even ask if we want them. He just right. hands them to us. And I'm like, all right, five guys, like that's pretty awesome. Like you're assuming that we're going to want some water to drink and you you're picking up on context clues that we're splitting this and you've offered to cut it in half for us. So that was awesome. Nobody else did that or cared or picked up on it. Any place else we went today. Um, Didn't even occur to them as a thing that they could ask. Um, So anyway, uh, you know, we get our food. Oh, and then the guy asks, he's like, let me ask you real quick. He's like, do you want your shake right now or do you want it when the rest of your food is ready? And I'm like, oh, we'll just take it all at the same time. He's like, okay, well, I'll wait a couple minutes to make it for you so that it's cold when you get it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, perfect. So um, we get the five guys or whatever. And I've had five guys before, but I'm not, in my head, I've, I haven't been comparing any of these burgers up until this point to five guys. Right. Um, and I think that was like something maybe unconsciously we did. We were just like, we've already had five guys. So we're like, we know where, where it stands. Yeah. But truthfully, I don't, I don't think that it became clear to us until we ate five guys, like where it actually stood doing this all in one day, I think was a, a boon yeah. to, to the overall experience because we couldn't, there was no time to let it marinate. It Mm-mm. was like immediate responses oh this is what it's like right and 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 keep in mind i'm not hungry i'm full like if we weren't doing this we didn't want to eat i wouldn't have eaten the rest of the day like if 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 we weren't doing this i would have stopped at smash burger and or no i would have stopped at shake shack sorry the first Mm -hmm. place we ate today and probably just had like a salad later on this evening because i i i I was full but when we went to five guys at eight o'clock um we get our burger, we get our fries, we unwrap the burger, it's already cut in half. Yeah, so let's talk first about um, their presentation. Okay. Because Five Guys does something that the other places don't, which is they don't give a shit if you're eating there or not, it all goes in a paper bag. Yeah, so they give it to you in a paper bag, and he hands us a shake and they give the paper bag. They assume everyone's going to take it away, and if you eat it there... Then you fish it out of the bag and you eat it there. If you're like me, you rip the bag open and you have like all your fries inside the paper bag and then you kind of like eat, right. unwrap the, the burger. Now, the burger's not wrapped in paper. It's always wrapped in foil, right. um, which I think is really smart because it keeps the burger really warm. For the same reason that it's really smart to wrap a burrito in foil, it's really smart to wrap a burger in foil because you can peel it away. You can peel it away. And I think what happens is, too, is that it, it allows the, the burger to sit underneath all those fries and not get wet by um, the heat from the extra steam from the fries. Yeah. So the, the foil protects the burger, the bun, um, from getting soggy mm-hmm. while it's being kind of steamed underneath right. all those fries. They just dump in the bag on top. Right. So we, we unwrap this burger, mm-hmm. and the burger is actually double wrapped. It's double wrapped because they've cut it in half for us. So they've, they've, they've wrapped, what they've done is, is they've taken the burger, they've wrapped it in one layer of foil. They've very carefully with a very sharp knife, cut it in half without leaving any remnants of foil through the cut. Then they've wrapped it again in another layer of foil. So when we unwrap it, it's like a Christmas present of a perfectly cut burger. One for each of us. Yeah. (laughs) So we both have a perfectly cut burger half 
And um, before we eat the burger or the fries, Nate takes a sip of the shake. And he doesn't say anything. He just hands it to me. And I take a sip of this shake. And I'm not expecting it to be better than Smashburger because Smashburger was a fucking real milkshake with real chocolate ice cream. But I'll be damned if it wasn't better than yeah, Smashburger. Was... I don't know how they made it. I don't know if they made it with a real shake machine. But... It was in just like, I think, a styrofoam cup. It was like the perfect it was, consistency for drinking. It was the perfect consistency for drinking. It was chocolatey. It was dark and chocolatey without any of the weird syrupy aftertaste. Yeah, it had like a malty finish. This is the one that had the malty finish. And yeah. I think this is what really was the kicker that made it the best shake. It had a really dark chocolatey flavor, but it had that thick grittiness with a little bit of malt without tasting like a malted milk ball, mm-hmm. but just enough to thicken it out. Yeah. And it, it gave it, it was, it was sippable, but it was like still really thick. It so was great. Here's the thing. We finished two shakes. Mm-hmm. Like we made sure to finish two shakes, this one and smash burger. Yeah. And this one, when it was done, I was kind of upset. Yeah. I wanted more. Yeah. That's how good this was. Yeah. And we were full. Yeah. There's no reason why we should have finished this food. I didn't, was not hungry. I didn't want to finish. It tasted that good. So let's talk about the burger. <laughs> yeah. Because here's the thing. The burger was juicy, mm-hmm. but the burger was like scientifically put together so that everything kind of all the components we were looking for, mm-hmm. like the lettuce, the cold crunchiness of the lettuce, the mayonnaise, the tomatoes, Five Guys does one thing really well. This is what they do better than anybody else. And that's put their components together. We talked earlier about onion. Mm-hmm. And Five Guys does something that none of the other places did, which was chop their onion up. They dice their onion they up. They dice their onion. And what that means is there's not a big chunky slice of onion in the middle. There's like little bits of onion in every bite so that you get the flavor of onion, mm-hmm. but it doesn't overwhelm the rest of the burger. You don't have to crunch through a big bite of onion. Right. Yeah. It, it was To me, I was like, okay. This is the smartest way to do yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of burger places have like a specified science and order of how you're going to put things on a burger. But at Five Guys, I feel like there's there's got to be a cheat sheet in the back because there's so right. many different types of toppings you can put on and putting mushrooms on or grilled onions on changes the dynamic and yeah. probably changes the order. If you have mustard, ketchup, and mayonnaise is going to change things up. So they have it worked out to a science of exactly where everything needs to go on that burger so that when you do bite into the burger, not only is it the perfect bite, but the burger's structural integrity yeah. is sound. So do you want to know what the biggest weakness of that burger was? It had none? No, no. It was it, too good it, at its it job? Had, it had a weakness, and it was mm-hmm. a weakness of of our inability to order properly. Mm. The only thing that could have made that burger better was if it had bacon on it. Yeah, it, it, that's the only thing that could have improved it. And yeah. we didn't do that because we, we didn't, get we bacon didn't on bacon any on any of the others. Any others. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you had said, like, if, if we were just doing five guys for dinner, I would have gotten bacon on my own <laughs> right, burger. Right, right. right? Like, that's how you were. for sure. Yeah. Um, so... Let's break it down by one, like overall perfect presentation um, for five guys. Yeah. It's different. It was you juicy. Know. It was flavorful. Right. But so, so the burger, the meat, yeah. juicy, flavorful. It was w- one of those things where when you, you give it a squeeze, you can yeah. see like the juice running out of the meat. Perfect. 
as good, if not better, than all the other places. Mm-hmm. Um, patties were thick. The cheese was perfectly melty. The bun has a sesame seed bun. I actually mm-hmm. think the texture of this was a little bit different than um, your In-N-Out and yeah. your Shake Shack. Yeah. It was a little bit thicker, but it also had that same nice yeah. give to it where it wrapped around the it burger It did. Perfectly. It conformed with it. The way that the bread is baked, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what is required to bake bread this way, but it is the type of bread that when you push on it, it doesn't blow out mm-hmm. and it doesn't fall apart. Mm-hmm. It conforms because it does exactly what a bun should do. Right. It holds stuff together, yeah. right? Um, and I think uh, the other nice thing about this bun that I noticed, when, when, when you got through, like at, at a certain point you get to towards the end of your burger – You've eaten out a lot of the toppings and it's like you've got a little corner of bread left and maybe some some meat and some cheese. And almost at this point, the last few bites are juicy, but they almost take on like a dumpling consistency mm-hmm. where the the bun wraps around that meat and cheese kind of perfectly. And it's like as one solid unit, it's almost like a perfect little yeah. Chinese dumpling, right? So good. So bun perfect. Toppings, we've already talked about yeah. how the toppings are perfect and they're all laid out really yeah. well. I, I, the, the, I diced, no the diced raw onions, genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so smart. Uh, the fries, this is what I think, the burger is amazing, but the fries are different yeah. and they're they're unique and they're from the others. They're mm-hmm. so good. Here's what I, <coughs> here's what I thought about the fries after having eaten three other different types of fries and then eating Five Guys um, all in one day, I felt that Five Guys fries, it was the first place where I went where I didn't feel like the fries were an afterthought. Mm -hmm. I feel like just as much thought was put into those fries and how they're prepared and how long they're fried for. Now, I've had Five Guys before where the fries were a little overdone. Right. They were maybe fried a little too much. This one... Not the case. No. The fries. And that's not, that's not the norm. No, no. It's, it's not the norm, but it's happened. You know, it's mm-hmm. like anywhere you go, sometimes you get a good one, sometimes you get a bad one. But these were done 100% the way that they should be. Right. They were crunchy, they were delicious, and they tasted fresh, and they didn't taste like they had been frozen and thawed and cooked again. And that's because they hadn't. Because if you know Five Guys, any Five Guys you go into, they have like usually a whiteboard that says today's fries come from this farm in idaho yeah. they get the, you know they get whole potatoes shipped yeah. in they spend time in the back they cut up the potatoes yeah. they fry them in peanut oil so the fries that you're eating that day were cut that yeah. day it was the first place of the day where i felt like the the, the skin on the fries mm-hmm. wasn't like done to make you go oh there's skin on the fries so they're fresh right they tasted fresh they were bigger and thicker than the other fries they were perfectly salted and they give you a shitload of them. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. I feel like that's one of the novelties of eating at Five Guys is you know you're going to get a massive amount of fries. But the thing is, is that, like, there's no diminishing returns on those mm-hmm. fries. Yeah. Like, you can have a small amount or you can eat a lot and you never feel right. like, oh, I'm really sick of these fries. And here's the thing. We ate all of the fries. It was yeah. the only place we ate at where we were like looking for more fries when we were done. And we got the smallest possible yeah. order of fries we could get because we were not hungry at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I was like 
as full as I was, it was the only place that was so good that I, I wish I'd had my own burger, my own fries, and my own shake. <laughs> right. I would have eaten all of right. it too. Right. Um, <laughs> so cost. Or, or so uh, the shake we've already talked about was amazing. Mm-hmm. The overall dining experience, whether you're going to eat in at a Five Guys or you're going to take it out, I think it's kind of fun because you get you still get to have those like peanuts if you want them. Yeah. Um, you get your malted vinegar. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's like, if, if inside of Five Guys, there's like nothing. It's super right. basic. It's exactly. There's, it's, there's no frills. It's red and white. It's nostalgic of like those old school places. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, it's got a cafeteria feel to it. Yeah. It's yeah. very, I think uh, very it, much like on the same line as like In N Out. In N Out and Five Guys, people. I think, have has the exact same um, kind of feel to it. But yeah, Five Guys, there were less people in it. There's no drive through. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, the price. So for. One person's meal, double cheeseburger, little fry, and a shake was fifteen forty seven. Now, actually, I think most people, they're just going to get a regular fry, which is like they're small. Probably it would have been a little more. I think where most of the cost came from was from the shake. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't inconsequential. <clears throat> no, but it was pretty on par with your Shake Shack and your Smash Burger. In and Out was the only one that was like half the cost. Yeah, In and Out, like, it's, holy shit. What a value. Yeah. Like, like such a, I mean, I can't believe it only costs that so much. I, I think, I think in summary of these four places, that one thing that I can say matter of factly is just from a price point, like mm-hmm. I wish there was an in and out near where I lived because like for as good as it is, yeah, the quality of price, like I kind of get why like West coasters are like, get you some in and out. Like, oh yeah. If yeah, it's just like, it's better than yeah. any other drive through yeah. fast food place for sure. Um, it's, it's really good. So overall, I think basically you probably don't need to summarize this. I think what I can say to all my brothers and sisters in the Midwest who don't have everyday access to a smash burger or a shake shack or an in and out, the good news is you've got five guys. <laughs> right. right. And I think of these five places, including if you include Whataburger, Five Guys is the best burger yeah. of these five places. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So don't don't fret that you don't have access to In and Out or Smash Burger or oh fucking what a burger. In uh, Five Guys is what's up. Mm-hmm. I think of all the places, Five Guys is number one across the board, burger wise, fry wise, shake wise, mm-hmm. overall. Um, I think. If I had to choose between like the regional ones, because your Five Guys is national, I'm gonna choose In and Out. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Definitely, um, I feel really happy that there's a Five Guys, mm-hmm. you know, like on every corner in the Midwest, mm-hmm. um, or at and, least every two, right, four, right. five miles. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're all over the place <laughs> uh, because I do I do think that overall. All these places basically do the same simple thing, mm-hmm. but I, I honestly think Five Guys does it best. Mm-hmm. But In and Out, man, they make the, they're not even bad quality. It's no. not like they they have a lower quality. They're on par, but they're almost half the price of all the other places. Yeah, which is like insane. That jacks them way up to the top. Like I'm still gonna go with Five Guys overall mm-hmm. because I think overall everything that they did really just attacked my taste buds and just hit every note that it needed to hit. Mm-hmm. But man, I wish that there were in and out in the Midwest. I agree. I think, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I think even though the, the five guys is definitely in my top 
meal of the day and my top burger across the board, mm-hmm. everything. I had the most fun eating at an In-N-Out. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's fun. It's a fun place to go because yeah. it's like, like you said, the way the people are dressed, how fast it is. It's everyone seems really happy to be get there. Like little peppers. You get you little can peppers. Eat. Yeah. yeah, it's a great, it's a great dining in experience. It's a, probably a great drive-through experience, or else people wouldn't wait in those drive-through lines, right. right? That's probably part of the fun. It's like, oh, we're gonna go to In-N-Out and wait in the drive-through. Um, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, but you know, maybe if it's like you know, two a.m., you want to double double. <laughs> you don't want to wait in the line. But anyway. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So anything else to add? Any last thoughts? Um, was this a fun idea? Was this crazy? No, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, I think it's something that, uh, you know, we could do every once in a while. And I think that if people are listening and there's like a burger place, like part of the reason why we did this is because we're in Las Vegas. This is Mm -hmm. like the one place where we could go, where we could hit all of these places and do this. But you know, if, if there's a, you know, place that we didn't hit, Maybe next time we come out this way, maybe next time we're like in the West, mm-hmm. let us know because maybe we could try those out. Maybe there's a gem out there, mm-hmm. a small chain that we don't know about that you listening do know about. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a place in the Midwest we don't know about. It's very um, possible. Yeah. We thought about like other Midwest places. And honestly, I felt like the places that we, uh, I won't name, but like there are places that maybe could have fit into this, mm-hmm. but we've had them and don't think that they're good enough and don't think that they could hold up. Like you know? what example? Are those? Um, like Culver's is a good example. Oh, Culver's, I yeah. fucking hate Culver's. <laughs> I've, I've only been to Culver's twice and both times it's been like not good. No, yeah. not, it did not, not, not good. Mm-hmm. Butter burger makes me want to blow chunks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but you know, Hey, maybe, maybe we need to revisit. So, sure. you know, maybe down the road we do this again, but I think our champion you know, it's going to be probably five guys. Five guys. With a very close, like, tie second plays within and out. Yeah. And I think Smashburger was, like, the weird dark horse that, like, really has, like, a good shake that you wouldn't expect to be that good. Yeah. And I, if I were going to go back to Smashburger, I'd definitely get a shake. And I'd probably get something yeah. different on the menu. I Honestly, yeah. I think Shake Shack was kind of overhyped. Yeah. It was good. It yeah, was definitely it was good. good. But it was expensive. It and- was- Shakes weren't that good. I was disappointed in the shake. If you're calling yourself a shake shack, you better have an amazing shake. So maybe one day we do this with like a different type of food too. So if you guys have suggestions, something we should try out, maybe six months down the road when we can jam all this food in our bodies again. Yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some break after the holidays. (laughs) We have to just eat salads for like six weeks straight. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we we know you won't agree with us. Yeah. So tell us why we're wrong or tell us why we're right because we love co-signers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds good. All right, cool. Well, until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Rachel. And we love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks. This is Rachel from UtilityMuffinLabs.com. If you enjoyed the Playing Hooky podcast, think about supporting us. For more podcasts, art, videos, and gaming, go to UtilityMuffinLabs.com. Follow our podcast on Twitter, at Hooky Podcast, on Instagram and Facebook at our Utility Muffin Labs name, and support us on YouTube at Utility Muffin Labs. Check out our other gaming-related podcasts, 25 Years of Vampire the Masquerade and the Nerd Words Podcast. Thank you all for your support. Utility Muffin Labs, consistently rated adequate.